102.1 KPRI. That was Emerson on the Homegrown Hour. Get By, the first track from the new CD called White Lights. Great CD featuring cameos from Molly Jensen, Saba, and Anya Marina. I'm Catherine Beeks, and I'm proud to introduce you to my next guest, someone I'd admired from afar for years now, and I'm finally meeting you, Paul Abbott. Welcome. Hey, Catherine, how are you? I'm well, thank you. So, Paul, uh, Zen Mastering uh, has been your home for years. Can you tell us the, the history about that? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I am a musician originally, and uh, like a lot of musicians, had experiences in the recording studio. And I was always kind of intrigued and confused by the difference between finished mixes and what I would hear on a commercially released CD. Right. And sort of, you know, it was just my nature that I'm a technical person. And over time, I got less and less interested in performing and more interested in being in the studio. And I realized after having some good professional experiences what professional mastering really was. And about 1998, it sort of dawned on me that I was really interested in pursuing it and doing mastering uh, to begin with. And number two, that there wasn't really a dedicated professional mastering company in San Diego. Right. So from there, it was really just honing my craft, learning what I needed to learn, building my equipment base, um, and then, you know, building my reputation and trying to do the work so that people knew who I was and, you know, getting a reputation right? so people would come to me. And you have a great one. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. So I try. <laughs> can you, in a nutshell, describe what mastering is? Mastering is sort of the end of the creative process and the beginning of the technical process in recording. So... A recording, I always think of it, it exists in three parts. The first is tracking. You capture the sound. The next is mixing what's been captured. And then the final step is mastering. What you're really doing in mastering is you're taking a finished mix and you're analyzing it and adjusting it so that it sounds consistent in every listening environment. Okay. So if you listen to it in your car or on your iPod or your home theater system, or a boombox, it has a consistency through all of those environments that the kick drum sits in the right place right. and the bass doesn't go crazy. Right. And so that would be adjusted through equalization and compression and limiting. And there are many different ways to do that. And really that process of doing the analysis and the processing is based on the knowledge that you have of how to do it, but also having a really high quality playback system right. so that you're hearing things. Here's what's really been recorded and you can analyze it and say, okay, I'm not hearing the room. I'm not hearing the speakers. I'm not hearing anything else, but the recording right. based on a really high end transparent system. Um, and so I think a lot of people, they always think that mastering, there's like a, a magic box or a certain compressor. It's really the judgment of the person making the decisions based on accurate playback. Right. In fact, you brought us um, an example of a piece of music um, mastered and not mastered. Yes. So let's hear that now. Okay. This is a piece of music by, you said the band. Yeah, it was a band called The Publicists. Okay. Um, all right, let's play. This is the unmastered version. So if you're gonna make a Okay, very cool. And then um, this is it after you get a hold of it. Okay, 
obviously you just you can hear um, right so i can i can maybe go over a few things yeah. you know wh- what i did was there are things like with this uh specific piece of music i think i i ended up running it through some processing um like a, a tape machine okay. processor at a certain speed at seven and a half hips to give it a little more low-end punch and to bring out the kick the snare and the vocal right so that it has a little more you know in the end what you want to do with mastering you want to take the mix and say here's what's good and you want to emphasize it right and okay what are the problems and you want to minimize them and so through doing some sort of surgical equalization i can get rid of some of the problems and then doing some different things with compression and and tape texture um and limiting i can bring out the things that i think are the best aspects of that song so then in the end what you really have is a piece of music that it really emphasizes the good points of you know the person might have a, a, a really great voice but that voice might be a little bit on the bright side so mm-hmm. you might want to tame down a little bit of the sibilance right so it's really just bringing out the positive aspects and minimizing the negative aspects so that it sounds as good as it can sound got it another thing i try to tell people is go to any album that you really love any professional album right. something that might be on the billboard charts something that might be sure. on itunes that album if you can find any album there that's a real breakthrough and a successful album that was recorded, mixed, and mastered by the same person, I'll buy you lunch. Right. Because it just doesn't exist. In the world of professional music, the higher you get and the better things sound, the work is done by specialists. Right. You know? And it's people that are really good at one thing. And that's just sort of, you know, I think the game of professional audio is... Some people are songwriters, some people are arrangers, some people are recording engineers, mixing engineers, mastering engineers, but they all get really, really good at what they do, right. and then you come out with a fantastic product in the end. Right. So I'm trying to emphasize the fact in a community that I'm involved in and that I have lived here for 22 years, and I really love that the way to elevate it and evolve it is to get more into the specialist game and away from the generalist game. Got it. So, How do people get a hold of you? Well, the easiest way is probably to go to my website, uh, which is zenmastering.com. Well, we're almost out of time, but um, you've just launched a, a brand new website that I found really awesome. Um, we haven't had a resource uh, site like this in a while. It's called sdmusicresource.com, and tell me a little bit about that. If you were a musician and you wanted to find out anything you needed from start to finish, from recording, mixing, mastering, legal, live sound, you know, anything that you might need, Number one, I know of a lot of these places. And number two, I want to stay apprised of who's new, who's disappearing. And I wanted to be even more connected. So I thought for my own, you know, it really started as an Excel, you know, spreadsheet. And then I thought I should turn this into a site so that people can, you know, go there and get information. So, yeah, it's stmusicresource.com. People can add to it. Yeah, um, if if somebody knows something I don't know, send it on. Cool. And I'll, I'll list it there. All right, Paul. Well, thank you so much for coming in. Yeah, you and, got it, uh, Catherine. Talking about the mastering process. I know a lot of people have a lot of questions about that, so hopefully some of those were answered. And if not, you can go to zenmastering.com and ask Paul. Yes. Anything you want. I'm okay, here. Okay, we're going to um, play a song right now by another album that you mastered, Mysterious Feminine by the beautiful Steph Johnson, just released last year. Um, this is one of my favorites off that. This is Artist Supreme. <laughs> 